This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Let's pray. Father, thank you tonight for being here uh, with us. Father, thank you for allowing us to be in your presence. Thank you, Lord God, for, for touching people's lives tonight. Thank you, Father, for reminding us of who you are and, and just what an honor it is to come together and, and worship in unity, Father, to come together as brothers and sisters in Christ and, and just enjoy the presence of God. And, and Father, as we uh, talk about success tonight and how easy success is with you, Father, I thank you that people will be encouraged by your word. I thank you, Father God, that those of us that perhaps have felt like, you know, we're not really getting anywhere in life, that, Lord, these words that will be spoken tonight will just reignite a desire in our heart to continue forward. Father, that your word will be planted deep in the heart of every single person here, and it will produce fruit, successful fruit, for years and years to come. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So I want to speak to you about the success journey. And I'll start by telling you a story that really belongs to John Maxwell, but I'm going to retell it because it was so encouraging to me, and it, it just speaks about success in such a wonderful way. And, and so John Maxwell, I don't know how many of you have heard of John Maxwell. He's known around the world as, a, as the number one expert in leadership. And so he really is a fantastic speaker and a motivator and a teacher along those lines. And he was saying that the one particular book that he was authoring, so he has authored numerous books. One particular book that he wrote when he had completed the book and he'd prepared his manuscript and he sent it off to the publishers, he says that often what happens is as an author, when you write a book and when you submit your manuscript, you will always give it a title along the lines of what you have written the book about. And uh, he says, usually what happens is when you submit your writing, your manuscript with your suggested title, often the, uh, the publishers will come back and say, you know what, we've decided to give it this title. They'll very rarely will they take the title of what the author prescribes. And the reason for that is really because the business of the author is to write the book, but the business of the publisher is to get it sold. And so publishers, will they will understand the markets. They'll know what's selling. They'll know which topics are really grabbing people's attention. They know what the hot topics are at a particular time. And so that's really their department. And so with this particular book that he wrote... He sent it off and he heard back from the publishers and they said to him, John, thank you so much for your manuscript. We just want you to know that we've decided not to go with the title that you've recommended, but we're going to go with one that we believe is going to work. And the book that he wrote was a book called The Success Journey. But they said that they believed the title, The Journey to Success, would sell better. It would grab uh, more readers' attention. And it's the kind of topic that was selling at the time. It's it's more attention grabbing. And, and John Maxwell goes on to say that, you know, this particular, this particular time, he couldn't allow this one to slide. He says because what he had written about, firstly, he says there's no such animal as a journey to success. It doesn't exist. He says that it, you don't just suddenly, it doesn't suddenly occur one day in someone's life that all of a sudden success arrives. He says for that matter, neither does failure. 
talks about a member of his church. And years ago, he, he was a pastor of a church. In fact, he pastored more than one church. And in this particular church where he was a pastor, the one morning he came to the office and sitting on the staircase to his office or the church staircase was a man, one of his members, he recognized him, but he wasn't in a good way. He was in a bad way. His clothes looked like he'd just taken them out the, the washing machine and, and his hair was in a mess and his eyes were puffy and red and, and he sat there with his head in his hands and, and as John Maxwell walked up uh, to the stairs, the man saw him and he looked up to him and, and John Maxwell saw him and he said, oh my goodness, what happened? What's the matter? And he says, oh, pastor, my marriage failed last night. It's all come to an end last night. She's left me. It's over. John Maxwell, in his heart, he knew that it didn't happen last night. It only showed up last night. The man's marriage, and that's what he said to him. He said, Bill, he says, your marriage didn't fail last night. Failure just showed up last night. It's been failing for a long time. And so this is what he speaks about when he talks about the success journey. It, it goes both ways. As far as failure is concerned, it doesn't just show up one night or one day. It's been happening for a long time. Perhaps you've been in a, in a place where you've been making bad decisions or living uh, a particular way, bound by something I don't know. But every day you keep going along that pathway, eventually the crumbling is going to happen. But it would have been built up for a period of time. And in the same way, success works like that. And so John Maxwell said what he did was he, he bought a plane ticket and he flew out to the city where the publishers were. And he went to go and meet with them because he couldn't, he couldn't allow them to change the title. It, it wouldn't have served his book justice. And so he went and he sat and for an hour, he says, he spoke to them passionately about this book and, and about the journey and not about this destination. He said that success is not some sort of destination. There's no journey to success that you climb in your car of life and then you drive and one day you arrive and say, you know what, now I am a success. It doesn't exist. He told them that success is not a destination thing. It's a daily thing. Can we say that together? Let's say success is not a destination thing. It's a daily thing. So people often think that, you know, when they buy that house, when they finally get to live in that particular neighborhood, or when they finally get to drive that particular car, or when they finally get to be accepted into this particular group of friends, then they will be a success. And they attach success with things in life. And so they'll work very hard to one day maybe have that, and only then, when that has been satisfied, when that desire for that house has been satisfied, when the desire to drive that car has been satisfied, when the desire to reach a certain position at work has been satisfied, only then can you say that you are now a success. And he's saying that's not true. That will just be a result of doing the right thing every day. So as we go about our daily lives, as we make the right decision every day, that is you being a success. Eventually, though, the reward will show up. 
But you need to understand that as you make your decisions every day, as you uh, uh, do what God requires of you to do on a daily basis, Sort of like what God told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verses 8, when he said to Joshua, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You see, God was showing Joshua that it was a daily thing. If he was to achieve success, he would have to go at it every single day. And he goes on, God goes on to say that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. I love the way that's put. You will make your way prosperous. You know, God talks about in the book of Proverbs about a pathway that we walk along. That pathway, as we seek God's face and, and do what He requires of us to do, as we have committed to things and we stay committed to those things, even when it hurts, even when we don't feel like doing it that day, and often that will happen, right? Even the people who do jobs that they love, surely there are times, in, in, in even in the greatest job that you can imagine, where people don't want to do that. I think of, I think of Hussein Bolt as an example. You know, he is... Uh, uh, known as the fastest man that has ever lived, other than Elijah, of course. But besides that, unfortunately, there, there were no uh, uh, stop-start things. What are these things called? Stopwatches, that's right. There were no stopwatches, and there was no recording of his, his, you know, his 100-meter dash. But the point is that Hussein Bolt, as much as what he loves running, and as much as what running is a part of his DNA, is... There were days when, when he would wake up, he wouldn't want to be on the track at 5 in the morning or 4 in the morning doing the laps and doing the exercises and, and eating the meals that he was required to eat in order to, to buffet his body to the point where he was able to uh, be deemed the fastest man on the planet. Even though he's passionate about that, there were times where he would not want to do that. And so success is pushing through that. Success is saying, you know what? I'm going to do this. I have to do this every day. And pushing through what you want, what you feel like doing, if I could say it like that. Because so often that's what happens with us, isn't it? We are driven by the way that we feel. This morning we spent quite a bit of time talking about unity. And, and this is the month where we speak about unity. And, and even as we partook of the communion tonight, we celebrated the, the unity that God has. And the unity that He wants with us and has with us as a result of the new covenant. And so uh, um, even in that... We need to be committed in our relationship with God. We need to be committed in uh, what we have set out to do as far as His kingdom is concerned. And if you're serving in the kingdom today, if you're a part of the local church and you, you serve a function, I want to encourage you to stay committed to that. And I want, I want to congratulate you for doing that, even when you didn't feel like doing it. I don't know, maybe it's the parking lot that you serve in. Some days I'm sure you don't feel like being there, especially on the very warm days like we have today. But you remain faithful to that. I want to tell you that you are a success. And God has things lined up for you. Those rewards will come. Success is choosing to do the right thing every day. I like the way 
well, excuse me, let's, let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verses 3. Let's have a look at something there. This is a scripture that many of us are so familiar with, but I want you to look at it in light of what we're speaking about tonight, and that is success, the success journey. It says in the Bible, it says, commit your actions, in other words, the things that you do, to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. So if we just break the scripture down for a moment, we'll see, number one, that, that it says that we should be making plans. Say that with me. Say, I should be making plans. We shouldn't be waiting for the plans to fall in our laps. We should be making plans to do things. We should be planning to get involved. We should be planning to, to see our children through school. We should be planning to, to improve uh, our knowledge in certain areas. We should be planning to grow our relationship with God. We should have plans, the Bible says. The Bible says that we should be committed to those plans. Not only should we commit them to God, but we should also be committed to them. We should be dedicated to our plans. We should be unwavering, devoted and persistent and steadfast. You know that word steadfast means to uh, stay committed in the same place. That's what that word means. That's part of its definition. And so we need to be making plans. We need to be committed to those plans. And then we should be doing those plans. Because it says that, commit the actions or what you do to the Lord. Commit whatever it is that you do to the Lord. So you have to be doing your plans. It's no good we have them written down, but we're not doing anything about them. It's no good that you have, I don't know, that body or that, that, uh, uh, um, that car. I know I spoke about cars earlier on, but we can work towards that, right? It's no good that you have these visions and things and these dreams on your dream wall, but you're not doing anything about them. They're not going to drive into your driveway alone by themselves. That only happens in Night Rider. And then lastly, God says, this is what God says. He says, if you're making plans, if you're doing those plans, if you're committed to those plans, he's saying to you that you will have success. And so we have to be busy. That's important. We have to be busy. And, and the call this month is to be busy with God's things, to be busy with the kingdom of God. And if you're not yet plugged in somewhere here at Christian Family Church, I want to tell you something that it is part of God's plan for you. He has plans. He's committed to them. He's doing them. And his success is you. You will never exhaust your capacity to grow toward your potential or run out of opportunities to help others. Let me say that again. You're never going to exhaust your capacity to grow toward your potential or run out of opportunities to help others. So you're never going to get to a point where that's not necessary anymore. Therefore, your journey will always be in front of you. Your success journey is always going to be there. And as we move along that, yes, we have the results of those right decisions and those commitments that we've stayed uh, uh, steadfast towards. But there's always going to be the next thing. There's always going to be the next step. Perhaps it is someone that you're desiring to, to see saved. Be committed to praying for that person every day. And we've been, we've been saying it here, you know, in our Sunday services, saying continue to pray for someone to be saved. Let's continue to pray about that. Well, stay committed to that prayer. It's not a, a long prayer. It's a part of your prayer that we're asking you to be committed to. 
And as you remember to do that every morning, I want you to know that that is a sign of success. You know what else John Maxwell talks about? He talks about how it shows up eventually. And he uses an experience that he had when he was in his 50s, 51 years old. In 1998, he suffered quite a severe heart attack. And after the operation, his life, of course, was saved because he's still around. And, um, and when he saw his surgeon, when he was now being released from the hospital, as he was sitting in the office of his surgeon, the surgeon said to him, look, you need to understand, John, that you're going to have to make some changes in your life. And he was sitting at the edge of his seat waiting. He said, doctor, whatever you say, I'll do it. He didn't want to go through that again. It was, he really was. He turned at death's door. And so the doctor looked at him and he said, okay, number one, you're going to have to change your eating habits. You're going to have to change your food groups. You're going to have to change the way that you eat, not for, for a week or for a month, for the rest of your life. And John Maxwell said, okay, I'm going to do it. What do you want me to do? And the surgeon, he says, looked at him and, and with an appreciative smile, he smiled and said, I highly doubt that. And, and then he said to John Maxwell, he said, you're going to have to change the way that you exercise. You're going to need to exercise every day for the rest of your life. And John Maxwell says, I'm going to do it, doctor. And the doctor looked at him and once again with an appreciative smile said, I highly doubt that. And the surgeon went on to say to him that most of his patients that he has, they always set out initially to be committed to changing their lifestyle because they don't want to go through that again but it doesn't take long and they go back into their usual ways. So that's the thing about commitment. That's the thing about success is that you have to, you have to do things on purpose. You have to uh, do things deliberately. Success doesn't just happen automatically. Do you understand that? We have to be deliberate about what it is that we do. And so he says that he went home and he, and he was really committed to this. He says he went home and he bought himself a pair of new exercise clothes because he didn't have any old ones. And so I thought that was quite well said. He said and he got himself a treadmill and, and the first morning he got onto that treadmill and he slogged it out for 30 minutes. He did what he needed to do and the sweat was pouring and his, you know, his lungs were uh, working extra time and his heart was pounding in his chest. And when he got off there, he walked up to the scale and he says he got onto the scale and he thought, you know, because after that exercise regime, he felt like he was physically superior. He puts it that way. And he says when he climbed onto the scales, nothing happened. And the next morning he woke up and he, again he was in the exercise room and he was on the treadmill and he began to slog it out and he was doing his half an hour. And he says at the end of that time, again, of course, he was, uh, you know, on a different plane uh, to the normal human being. And he went and he walked to the scales and as he stood on the scales, nothing happened. And he thought, gee, surely something must have happened by now because really he's, he's put in more exercise in these two days than what he has over the last number of years. And on day number three, he remained determined and he went and he climbed back onto that treadmill and he slogged it out. And after the third day, again, he thought, this time surely the old scale is not going to trick me. And when he got onto the scale, nothing happened. And on day number four, as he went and he continued on with what he had set out to do, he did his time on the treadmill. And when he got onto the scale, he dropped, a, uh, I don't know, a couple of pounds. He saw it, the scale change. And he thought, finally, success. But the point was that if he wasn't committed, 
every day to doing the same thing, to making the right choice, even when he didn't see the fruit of it initially, the scale would never have changed. And that's how God wants us to be in our lives. We have to keep moving on every day, just like he said to Joshua, day after day, doing the right thing, making the right decision. And he says, you will see it show up eventually. And so I believe with that, I hope that you're encouraged if you're sitting out there tonight, if you're at home and you're thinking, man, you don't know how long I've been doing this. John Maxwell been on the treadmill for four days. I've been doing it for much longer than that. And the scales haven't shown any different. I'm saying to you, stay determined and you keep on doing the right thing. And it will show up. It's inevitable. Praise the Lord. You can give the Lord a hand. I love John Maxwell's definition of success. He says that success can be defined like this. Knowing your purpose in life, growing to reach your maximum potential, and thirdly, sowing seeds to benefit others. Knowing, growing, and sowing. Knowing your purpose in life. He defines that as a part of success. Secondly, he says growing to your full potential. Every one of us can grow to our full potential. None of us have reached our full potential. Sometimes we hit a plane where we think that we have arrived, but I want to let you know you never really truly arrive. Always there's room for growth. And sowing seeds that benefit others, isn't that just a wonderful part of success? Success is not for our benefit alone. It is to benefit those around us. What a wonderful sensation it is to be able to impart into someone else's life, whether it be financially, whether it be with wisdom, whether it be with a supporting uh, hug, whether it be with a a positive word, whatever it might be, whether it may be uh, giving someone a lift. I don't know. There's so many different things. That is a part of being successful. Success isn't a list of goals that you tick off. Success is not a bucket list. As you tick the one thing off, okay, now I'm a success. Let me, now I'm a success. No, that's not what success is. Success is a daily thing. It's not a destination that you arrive at. It is a journey. I want to tell you tonight that you have the potential of becoming a success right now. You have the potential of becoming a success today. That's the beauty about success. If you're sitting out there tonight and you're thinking, well, it's over for me. I'm never going to be a success. I'm letting you know because it's a daily thing, you have the potential of becoming a success right now. Right now, you can decide, you know what? Okay, so I've fallen over a few times. I keep stumbling in this particular area. You know what John Maxwell says about stumbling? He talks about something called failing forward. He says, if you do stumble, Number one, the Bible says that we are going to stumble. He says, though a righteous man falls seven times, he gets up every time. So we are going to fall. That's going to happen. That's a part of life. But the thing is, he says that you just get up. And he also says this. He says, while you're down there, you might as well pick something up. Isn't that encouraging? So even if you are at that point where it feels like, listen, you don't understand. I fell yesterday. I fell this afternoon. I fell on the way to church tonight. I want you to know that to be a success, you can say right now, well, I'm going to decide to get up again. I'm going to do this again. I'm deciding I'm going to do this again. I'm not giving up. How many of us have not had opportunities to give up? Oh, I've wanted to give up so badly in my life, really. So badly I could taste giving up. It was on my burgers, on my eggs, on my chips. I didn't need tomato sauce and spice. 
I just had give up. Not catch up. I wanted to give up. And I know there are people out there tonight that have also wanted to give up. But I want to encourage you tonight. You be a success. You make the right decision every day. You get back up. You get involved. As I said this morning, don't listen to your critics. Listen to God. Let me talk to you a little bit about success in light of what we did speak of this morning. Success is not influenced by discomfort. It doesn't make a difference how comfortable we are, how comfortable we are not. Success isn't moved by that. Success doesn't look for that to see whether or not it's going to happen or not. Listen to this great scripture. Nehemiah chapter 4 verses 10. Coming back to the wall that they were building. Remember they were building a wall this morning for those of you that were here on the weekend or on Saturday night. Well, it says this. It says, so in Judah it was said, those who carry the loads are becoming weaker. In other words, what was happening is they were slogging at it. They were building this wall. They were working really hard and working through the threats and working through the ridicule and working through the mockery. And they were determined and set on building this wall. And they said at one point it was heard in Judah that the loads were becoming heavy and that people were becoming weaker and that there was too much dust. <laughs> Don't we have too much dust sometimes here at church? Does it feel like you, to you that there sometimes is too much dust? Well, I want you to know the Word of God says don't let that be the reason why you give up. Just because we have a bit of dust at the moment. I thought it was so funny when I read this, so I had to share it with you tonight. They even thought there was too, too much dust. It goes on to say, we are not able to work on the wall. They're saying, oh, no, it's become too uncomfortable here at church. Yo, when I come here, I could hardly breathe. And, you know, with the tiles being removed and so on, we can't, I can't. I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Or I'm going to have to do this from home. I hope it's not you. But uh, the point is that even though there's going to be a little bit of dust, what Nehemiah did, you can go and read it for yourself. He encouraged the people. He said to them, come on, man, we can continue. We can do this. Let's remain successful. And they pushed through that and they built the wall in super quick time. So success finds encouragement in the Lord. Well, let me say this. Firstly, fear will challenge success. So also in Nehemiah, it says, then as I looked over the situation, I called together the leaders and the people and said to them, don't be afraid. Success works, uh, fear will challenge success. But what we need to do is we need to find encouragement in the Lord. And that's what Nehemiah did. Still continuing on in Nehemiah 4, it says, it says, he said to them, remember the Lord who is great and glorious. So I'm saying to you tonight, remember the Lord. He is great and glorious. Don't allow fear to challenge your success. And then he said this, success doesn't back down. He said in Nehemiah 4.14, he ends the verse by saying, fight for your friends and your families and your homes. This is how he encouraged them. And they continued to do that. They took up their swords. They continued to build the wall and they fought off the enemies at the same time. They found a way. Success will always find a way. I want to say to you that God has put you in an environment where you can flourish. Hear me tonight. God has put you in an environment where you can flourish, just like he promised the children of Israel. When he said to them, I'm taking you to Canaan, God describes the land of Canaan for them. In Deuteronomy 8, 
He says that it has brooks of water and fountains and springs. It's a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates and olive oil and honey. He said to them that this land that he was sending them to was without scarcity or lack. He told them that the land had stones with iron and that their hills uh, was full of copper. But the thing is that they had to do work. They had to mine the iron out of that land. They had to mine the copper out of that stone. They had to maintain the orchards. They were put in an environment to flourish, but there was work that they needed to do. And so I want to encourage you tonight, as you go along your journey of your success journey, God has placed you in an environment where you can flourish, but He requires you to work it. He wants you to work the land in order to see the great benefit of that land. In Deuteronomy 8, when He promised them Canaan, He went on to say this. They needed to put their hands to work in order to enjoy what God had given them. But God was so certain of their success that he felt it important to remind them not to forget him. And I'm saying to you tonight, God is so certain of your success that in Deuteronomy 8.18, he found it important enough to remind you, don't forget him when you enjoy the success that he has given you. Acts chapter 2, 42, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Just scripture I quoted this morning. We are here, called to this corner of the vineyard at Christian Family Church. And we are steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, steadfast to continue all the time in a place. You have everything you need to be a success. God placed you here on purpose. Discover what it is that you've been planted here to do. Be determined to get started. Be determined to do the right thing every day and enjoy the experience of your success journey. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many successful people did I have here tonight? Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.